Hey, we've recently been talking about some lessons that I've learned through our 14 years of homeschooling and what I would have done differently. One of those things that I mentioned that I would have done differently is to have learned more about myself as I went through the homeschool process. I've learned a lot about my children. I knew that I needed to learn how about my children and how they learned and um, what they needed. I knew that I needed to learn about educating my children, but I actually never thought about learning about myself until more recently. I really wish that I would have spent more time learning about my personality and my strengths a lot sooner because it would have impacted how I planned our homeschool lessons. I've kind of learned some of these lessons by default, but it would have made learning them so much easier and a little less painful if I had done it a little more systematically. So I want to start off by saying that there is not one right way to approach homeschool planning. You'll find posts all over the internet telling you to do this and do that and to lay out a homeschool planning process. And that's helpful as a guide, but honestly, everyone does it a little differently. So I will link in the show notes to my homeschool planning post. It's triumphantlearning.com forward slash homeschool dash planning. And I'll leave that link for you in the show notes. But those are the six steps that I follow. But even within those six steps, there's a lot of flexibility so that you can show up for your children and your homeschool in a way that feels authentic to you and that capitalizes on your personality and your strengths. So let's look at a few aspects that you might want to consider. Now, some of these aspects may be dictated a little more by your circumstances than by your personality or your strengths, and that's okay too. The point is to recognize that these different aspects will look different for every homeschool family because you're unique. And that is one of the beautiful things that I love about homeschooling is that we don't have to do it one way. We can infuse our homeschool with our own personality, with our own strengths, and recognizing our children's strengths. So specifically, we're going to talk today about um, homeschool planning and your personality and strengths. One thing that has been really helpful for me is to have learned my time frame perspective. I actually did an assessment called the Highlands Ability Battery, and that was one of the areas that they assessed. Do you think in short term, so a year or less, or are you a mid-range thinker, one to five years, or are you a long-term thinker and your time frame perspective is greater than five years? I'm a long-term, long-range thinker. So when I am thinking about our current year, I'm actually thinking about how is what we're doing today going to impact what my children do five years from now when they graduate? What is their this? What is the impact of this on their high school plan? So it's a little challenging at times because I can get caught up in so this is going to affect that and this is going to affect that. And I can really get into a spiral of something that doesn't really matter. 
once I knew that about myself, it was a little easier for me to say, okay, I'm going to think about the long range perspective and the implications of that. And then I'm going to pull myself back and say, but what do I need to know for right now? On the flip side, if you were a short-term thinker and thinking about high school years or thinking about what you're going to do in three years from now is stressful, don't worry about it. Take it a year at a time. There is a time that you need to think about the high school plan, but honestly, that can happen pretty quickly. And you can lay out a high school plan without as much detail so that you can have that roadmap, but not get stuck in the details either. So think about how you tend to think about your time frame. And you don't have to take the Highlands Ability Battery to figure that out. Just think about when you're going through your daily activities, how do you tend to think about life? Do you think about what's happening right now? Do you think about something that's going to happen in a few years? Or do you tend to think about the long-term implications? Now, another aspect is, do you like to batch or do you like to spread out? So I like to batch. I tend to do all of my activities in chunks. I record a month's worth of podcast episodes all at once. I might take one week and get all of them recorded, scheduled. I can stop thinking about it, move on to the next project. I like to work in projects. So I will do the same thing. I plan our entire homeschool year in one fell swoop. That's actually what I'm going to do next week is focus on our homeschool planning. And I know that changes will happen. We'll get to some uh, situation that's challenging and I'll have to adjust our plans or we may find a great new resource we want to add in and so I need to adjust our plans or maybe something's not working and so we have to completely change and that's okay. I don't mind making those changes but I don't like planning little bits as we go. If I have to plan what we're going to do for the next week, the week of is probably not going to happen. I have friends, though, who are the opposite, and for them to think about batching the entire thing is super overwhelming. They would rather say, I know generally what we want to do, but I'm going to plan the details as we go. And some of them have unique situations where their children have an illness or they um, their husband has a unique job situation, and so they can't plan those long-term um goals and activities. So they need to plan it as they go. And like I said before, there's not a right or wrong way, but it's helpful to know how you approach it so that you can be comfortable with that. I also found that it was important for me to recognize that my learning style is a visual learner. And so I had to be intentional to add in kinesthetic activities, especially for one of my daughters who needs to move. I had to be thinking about, okay, I'm reading this, but my children are receiving it in an auditory manner. And I've learned that both of my daughters are actual actually visual learners too. And so I had to kind of adjust that a little bit. So 
what is your learning style? We talk a lot about our children's learning style, but we need to know what our learning style is so that we can be aware that that's how we're approaching lessons. And if that's not our children's primary learning style, we can be intentional to pull in some activities that will reach them in their own way. Also, think about record-keeping. How do you tend to approach record-keeping in general? Think about your financial records, about your calendar, your time management uh, aspects, and there's no judgment here. Whether you feel like you do it well or you don't do it well, that's not the point. Personally, I'm a very organized planner. I have processes that make my record-keeping easier and faster. I'm a rule follower, so I have everything documented, probably more than we even need to, but that's me. I have other friends who write in their planner as they go, some who write in at the end of the week what they did. There's not a right or wrong answer to this, but it's important to know how you do approach it. And think about, are you an introvert or an extrovert? That's going to affect how you approach planning activities, planning your lessons. Do you need to have uh, more interaction? And so you maybe want to involve, get involved in a co-op or just have a couple of friends join you. Consider your children too. This is one area where you've got to find that right balance for you to have the time to recharge and the time with people. And depending on if you're an introvert or extrovert, um, you may need more time at home while your children need more time with people. So how can you balance that? How can you provide for all of you in a way that helps all of you to thrive? If you have taken any person um, personality strengths assessments, think about that. Think about how you can bring that into your your homeschool. My top Clifton strength is learner. I love to learn. And I have to be careful that we don't get stuck into a mode of just learning, 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 because we need to apply what we learn. So I've had to keep that in mind as we go through um, our various lessons. How are we going to apply what we're learning. Another thing that to consider is, are you a generalist or a specialist? I did not have those terms specifically until I had taken the Highlands Ability Battery and discovered that I am right in the middle. But I had watched a video, a TED Talk about multipotentialites. And basically what that means is someone who likes to learn a lot about a lot. And I dive deep into a subject and I learn all that I can about it. And I get to a point where I say, you know, I feel satisfied in this area and I'm ready to move on, move on. So I learn about some other aspect and I dive deep into that. But what with each move, I'm taking with me what I've learned. But it looks a little disjointed to other people because it looks like I'm flitting around to all of these different topics and subjects when the reality is I'm just following my interests. But that comes into play with your homeschool planning. So think about 
Do you like to learn to really specialize in one area or are you more of a generalist and you like to learn a lot about a lot of things? Maybe you're right in the middle and you want to do a deep dive. As you think about your homeschool planning, keep that in mind. A specific example would be history. I've had this conversation with with um, homeschool moms before of how should they plan their their history, and some moms really want to dive deep. They want to spend a full year on ancient Egypt and a full year on this and a full year on that because they are specialists and they love the detail. And others who say, "I just want an overview," and then we're moving on, and that's okay. Find the balance that feels right to you. And then recognize that your kids may or may not be the same. They, um, let's say you're a generalist and you want to do a broad overview, do that. And if your child's a specialist, they may find something that sparks an interest and they want to dive deeper. They can then um, choose some books on their own that will take them deeper into that topic. And the reverse is true too. If you are more of a specialist and you want to take a deep dive, but they're more of a generalist, you can find books that will help them to get that overview. So think about how you would approach that. You also should think about how do you perform under pressure and stress? My ability profile is that I can come up with ideas on the fly. Honestly, sometimes too many ideas because I cannot implement them all, nor should I, but it allows me to adjust and adapt in the moment. So I don't need super detailed plans. Actually, that annoys me. It annoys me a lot because I'm a bit of a rule follower. And so it's hard for me to let go of the detailed plans, especially the plans that someone else has put together because I want to follow our interest. I want to do our own thing. So when a problem comes up, a question comes up, it's not hard for me to find the right resources or think, okay, well, let's do this activity instead. On the flip side, I have some friends who do not do well with that and they want everything laid out. They know what they need to do, when they need to do it, how they're going to go about it. And that is what gives them the comfort and the confidence to uh, lead their homeschool well. So figure out where you fall on that continuum so that you can then be comfortable saying, you know, I now understand why I don't like those box curriculums. Or you can say, that is exactly why I need that box curriculum. Now, there are more ways that your personality affects how you plan your homeschool lessons. I've only touched on a few that have stood out to me as I thought about planning our lessons. But I've learned a lot about myself over the years, and I've embraced that. And as I've embraced who I am, it has allowed me to plan lessons more confidently and in a way that allows me to implement them easier. But to do that, I've had to let go of expectations and comparisons. I might see somebody else saying, do it this way, do it that way. And I think, oh, but that sounds so hard. When I get to that place... I will stop and say, okay, what is the main idea that they're trying to impart and how can I implement it in a way that matches my abilities? I've had some light bulbs go off when I've taken personality and aptitude tests and realized, oh, that's why I do what I do. 
but you don't have to take those tests to figure out how you function best. I'm going to give you some questions that you can consider to help you start to understand yourself a little better. I'll include these in the show notes so you don't have to try to write them down, but I would really invite you to spend some time with it, to look at the questions, maybe take a screenshot so that you can come back to them and ponder them so that you can uh, apply that to your homeschool planning, apply what you're learning. So the questions are, how did you work best when you were working before you started homeschooling? What aspects about your job and your the way that you worked do you want to bring into your homeschool planning? You can ask, how do you function best when volunteering? You might consider what causes you stress versus what seems easy. And... Similarly, what brings you joy versus what causes you dread? And how would others describe your strengths? Maybe ask some friends, your husband, if you don't know. But what would others say your strengths are? And then embrace those. So your action step today is before you plan your next homeschool year, Consider what characteristics about your personality and your strengths do you want to incorporate into your way of planning or implementing your homeschool lessons? If you're not sure and you want some help processing through that, maybe you're a verbal processor like me, I'd love to help you. A coach can help you to take that step back, ask some questions about how you approach situations and so that you can discover more about yourself and how you can bring that into your homeschool planning. You can book a free discovery call with me to talk about that at triumphantlearning.com forward slash booking calendar. I would love to hear how your personality and your strengths impact how you plan your homeschool lessons. What have you learned about yourself? If you want to share that with me, feel free to go over to triumphantlearning.com forward slash contact and let me know. I would love to hear from you. If you are in a season of homeschool planning, I want to wish you happy planning. Thanks for joining me on the Purposeful Impact Podcast. I pray that today's episode blessed you and that you found encouragement and practical tips. If so, would you share this episode with someone else so that they can be blessed too? I'd also appreciate it if you would take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. Leaving a review helps other homeschool parents find the podcast and know if it's a good fit for them. Thanks so much for helping to spread the word.